0: Today's passage is Hebrews chapter 6, and this first section at first glance is a bit alarming because it says, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ uh, and go on to maturity, not laying foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, washings, resurrection of the dead. And you're like, wait a second. Is he saying that these things are not important? Is the author of Hebrews saying that these things are rudimentary? Um, And I think that that is not what he's saying. And for us, it's sometimes a matter of words, right? When we say now something is elementary, you know, we often think of Sherlock Holmes kind of uh, turning his nose down at Watson. Um, But what we see here is what uh, the author of Hebrews is saying is, no, these are the foundational things. Um, And so if you're chasing the same experiences and the same uh, feeling of revelation uh, at these foundational things, you're not going to get it. Uh, For it is impossible, verse 4, in the case of those who have once been enlightened... Uh, in verse six, and then have fallen away to restore them again to repentance. You know, I think the way that Hebrews is talking is maybe for some of us that have grown up in church, when we first encountered Christ at a retreat, there was a certain experience of repentance that was there. And for many people, they continue their entire lives to try to chase that same experience, to try to chase that same feeling when I first understood the resurrection and eternal judgment. But what the author of Hebrews is saying is don't keep trying to go back to step one. Keep growing in tasting the heavenly gift, sharing the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, the goodness of the word of God, um, and those things. For land that has drunk the rain and often falls on it produces a crop. And it's the crop that is the real blessing, not the rain. And I think for us in our context, it is saying that you know, if you have come to believe in Christ, you're not going to experience retreats the same way that you did when you were not a believer and that first time you became a believer. I think in many ways that would be like me trying to chase the feeling of first falling in love with your crush. You know, my wife and I have been married for many years now, and that feeling that we had in the first few months when we were dating, I don't think we're ever going to have that feeling again. But if I spend my life chasing that feeling, well, I'm going to lead into adultery and affairs and all kinds of things like that. But if I see that our relationship can grow and things that, as Paul may write it, better things in verse 9, things that belong to salvation. The author of Hebrews' desire, verse 11, for each one of you is to show the earnestness to have the full assurance of hope until the end, to grow and to grow, not to be sluggish, but to be imitators. And our hope in this is not, because if we're chasing the same thing that we had before, then our hope is not in God's promise. Our hope is in that past experience. You know, and for many of us, I think our Christian lives sometimes are more rooted in our past experience than the hope of God's future. And so the author of Hebrews then talks about the certainty of God's promise. And the way that he talks about it is to Abraham. And this is a great example, because for Abraham, God is giving him a vision of his future to bless and to multiply, and his promise is based not on what Abraham is going to do, not on what Abraham has done, but his promise is, as verse 18 says, on two unchangeable things, on himself and his promise. That the same way Melchizedek is going to bless Abraham purely as a one-way street. God is saying that his promise to us is also a one-way street. Now, us laying hold of that promise is really important, and that's verse 19. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place. Now, we receive that promise, but we understand that we do not deserve that promise. We do not earn that promise, and in that is our hope that the fulfillment of that promise as we receive it is God's grace and is is God saying by his word and by his being he will come to bless us and not just to bless us with the same things as before but to bless us with even more as before. Listen, if you have not had that same retreat high in years, don't look for it. Look for a different retreat high. Look for a better retreat high. For me personally, it is I have grown in saying that when I go to retreats or when I, you know, do ministry, it is not my repentance that now helps me to bring joy, but it is I have grown in serving others. And so when they encounter God for the first time, my joy is made even more complete. My joy is even more fulfilled. It's not the same, but I do believe it is always better. And so I hope that you in your day today and maybe looking forward to the next few months of where God is leading you and what ministry he's calling you to do, you know, really look forward to more maturity in Christ.